Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we tell you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Brian Thornton and Josh Burns. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Indubitably. Welcome Indubitably. to the podcast. The we'll whole episode. Science. The whole episode, we will talk like this. No. I can do that. No, please don't. So I want to start this episode with a little bit of follow-up. Last week, we had talked about some of the five underrated movies on Netflix. Uh, I put two on my watch list. But Josh, I took yours, and I actually watched it. I watched uh, Winning, uh, Win It All. Yeah. Um, I will save you the time and don't watch that movie. Really? Oh my god! You remember how I said, "Oh, it has an association with drinking buddies," and I hated drinking buddies, but I love Jack John or what's his name? Uh, Jack Jake Johnson. Jake, Jake Johnson. Johnson. But I love I Jake love Johnson. Him. You know why I love Jake Johnson? Because he's girl. the everyman. New girl. He's hilarious in New um, Girl. Listen, if you like Jake Johnson, you'll like this. But the ending, you're just like, uh, 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 what? Really? What? What? Uh, yeah, no, it's just, I'm sorry. Put it on your pass list. Unless you really want to be like, I watched an artsy film. Thumbs uh, down. Be, it was bad. Yeah, I actually did. I, I thumbs downed it on Netflix. Oh, I can't bring myself to thumbs up or thumbs down anything. I thumbs downed it. It's I still was like, no. I watched it, but it's I don't know. I just, it. just in the I off chance that there's that gem. There's that gem that it's not going to recommend to me. If it's uh, not recommending anything that has to do with the guys who gave me drinking buddies, I'm quite okay with losing out on that. So anyway, that's a little bit of follow-up. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, the other movie I recommended, Robert Redford and uh, Jason Segel, uh, next. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I'll let you guys know if that one's worth your time. So let's uh, start off the show with a little bit of movie and TV news. So, we started uh, H- the show at, like, at the rest stop uh, off of the <laughs> exit, and we were not on the road. I feel like you buried the lead somewhere. I do really think you did. How did I bury the lead? What I'm lead not is sure. there? The lead, the I'm lead not sure. Buried. But lead. you know what? When you bring it up, I'm going to say, you see, you buried the lead. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> You're What's just our first topic, up? CJ? Yeah. Now that we're on the road? HBO has been a busy, busy little bee with possibly developing a couple shows. So HBO is going to be adapting Fahrenheit 451 starring Michael B. Jordan, which, hey, that actually sounds pretty cool. I don't know if you guys ever ever saw the John Hurt version of 1984 filmed in 1984, but it's really good. I like to see a Ray Bradbury book uh, adapted to a modern. uh, Right, but but there was a Fahrenheit 451 movie. Yes, there was, and it was good, but this would be great because I want to see a modern adaptation because they're very similar in like dystopias and technologies taking over. No, I get that, but did you not like the original Fahrenheit 451? I liked it, but I think it would be better with a modern interpretation. I feel okay, like you're trying to get me to say, say something that. No, like, I feel like you're comparing this bus. new movie to an old movie that's a completely different movie, and I'm really <laughs> confused. I know there are numbers in the title. I'm just like, while we're at it, let's just talk about 1776, too. No, let's talk know? about seven. I mean, if we're just going to throw I mean, I like seven, 12 monkeys. Nine 12 and three monkeys. quarters. That's just a platform. That's not. Hey, a movie. you know, I've always enjoyed working on uh, nine to five. <laughs> Got a little Dolly Parton in there. Have, were you guys? Did you uh, catch the three ten the Yuma? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh, shit. did you guys uh, read Fahrenheit four fifty one? And and was that a a book that you were interested in at all? I don't read. Was Batman in it? Every time I grabbed a copy of it, it incinerated spontaneously <laughs> combusted into flames. In my hand, yeah, it's, it's what happened. I, I'm confused. Did, did did Batman save this dystopian Batman society? Batman did not save the dystopian Then I didn't world. read it. <laughs> there's a lot of books then that you're, uh, you're just out on. But Josh. Yeah, pretty much. I know there's one script floating around the HBO world right now that I think made you squee 
I, I there are apparent rumors that a script of Deadwood the movie has been delivered to HBO. I believe my exact sentiment was, oh, happy day, because that's exactly how I feel about a Deadwood movie. Bring it on. Ian McShane returning, probably reprising his Bring role. Bring it on. Just let's hope it's not like a, an entourage HBO script, please. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, I would love to hear you defend the Entourage movie. I and I shall. If you have watched, if you have watched Entourage, start to finish as many to, as many times as I have. That look, the movie was a like a really solid ninety minute. Was ep- it a like, really solid episode? It was. I it thought was it was a solid episode. episode. It wasn't a movie. It was a solid episode. I thought it was an episode. It was It was the high start and the fall and the rise. Everything that you want from a whole season shrunken into one episode. That doesn't sound good. That just sounds like they took what usually takes 12 hours. That's what I wanted. Into that's, an hour and a half. That's, but I just, it just give me more. Give me more. I, I got to say, I've seen all of Entourage, but I've never seen the movie. So I, I have no no dog in this fight, but I'm just saying. Just your description does not make me want to go see the but movie. But you haven't seen Deadwood. I've seen the first season and a half. Uh, can we smack him? Is that allowed? Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't I know have, how to can. I don't have words. I don't have words. I can't stop clenching my fist like this. But I don't have. Break words. out your fidget cube. It's going to be all right. Just yeah. I don't have. I don't have. Uh, I don't. I don't have words. You can direct all angry comments to Brian at thatkindofnerd.com. There's also some fantastic news that I can share with you that is nostalgia-based as well as coming back to television. For 22 episodes, we're going to get Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? No way! On really? Netflix. On Netflix. Netflix is it going to be like the an game animated thing? Carmen Sandiego series. Oh, not the show. That's no, no not I the need sh- the. Sh- well, need it is sh- a show, but like no. Oh no, that's different. I need no. the trivia show. I need my children. I need my children to see the show. That makes me sad. I don't want to see Carmen San Diego being like all espionage. No, nope. just I just want to answer. questions. I just want to Belize. Belize. She's in Belize. She's always in Belize. Always in Belize. Seriously. All right, so then uh, disappointment then for you guys is that it's not going to be the game show, but it's going to be a animated uh, series based off nope. the 1980s computer game. Yeah, I get it. It was a game, but it was a better game show. I'm hoping that someone – It was like the best of World Where's Waldo meets Jeopardy. Yeah, I'm hoping amazing. someone makes a game show out of this new Netflix series. Yeah, that would be awesome. Josh should host it. Cause that, Just cause me, then and, when like, me and Aaron when Paul. Like, she's like – they're in Quebec. Josh would be like, you dumb shit. No, she's not in Quebec. You just guessed Quebec two two times ago. <laughs> you can't do $1 Bob here. $1 Bob doesn't work <laughs> You here. can't triple stamp a double stamp, kid. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. There is a there is an actor, though, that you know that is attached to the series, and it's Finn Wolfhard. And if you don't know who that is, that is Mike from Stranger Things. Uh, has uh, going to be attached to this project as well as uh, Gina Rodriguez, which I believe is from Jane the Virgin. Yes, people think that is a television series. I don't know much about it besides I, that. I know it's on the CW. Virgin. I know. Yeah, I know she she's Jane. There is no Tarzan. No Tarzan. No. Only Jane. Only Jane. So I'm sorry to disappoint you then, but but maybe you could be perplexed. You when- want to talk about burying the lead? I was so super excited <laughs> when you said there was going to be a new show, and then you just ruined it with realism, and I hated it. We had talked about uh, the Kingsman, right, as coming back, and we had some confirmation some people for the cast, 
Apparently, the Kingsman staff got really high on 420 and released this trailer. I say that with air quotes. Where you have to watch this thing in like half speed. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You want to know how I felt? Yeah, how'd you feel? You know the scene in Red Dragon where the guy's taped to the chair and he's just watching the slideshow? Yes. This is me at the Grand Canyon. Do you see? Like, that's what I felt like after <laughs> that, that just like little, this, this is Eggsy holding a briefcase. Do you see? And I'm like, uh, no, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I wanted a real trailer. It was disturbing. It was disturbing, at, like at minimum. At least. At least all of the disturbings. Right. The uh, the other thing, too, about just kind of I'm thinking more clockwork orange, right, with your eyes being peeled open and being forced to watch something. Yeah, but he didn't watch a slideshow. Well, I know. But but apparently we're the same. Netflix is going to renew Adam Sandler's deal because we have terrible taste in movies, apparently. Who are you, sir, to besmirch the good name of Adam Sandler? OK, did you see I, uh, listen, Ridiculous Six? I, I'm going to say this to you right now. Did you see the do over? Did you see Happy Gilmore? Yes. Did you, Did you see, see Billy Madison? Billy Madison. Yes. Oh, Lifetime. Did pass. you see Punch Struck Love? Li- Did you see Spanglish? Life. It's all kind of gotten. It's, it's all going this way. Lifetime pass. Did, really? Lifetime pass? He gets to do anything he wants. Listen, they wouldn't have renewed it if they didn't make some sort of profit off of those first, you know, three or four movies that he did. So. Some They're of the happiest stupid. moments of my life. Lifetime pass. I, I can't believe you're just lifetime passing Adam Taylor. Adam Sandler gets a lifetime pass in my book. He can do whatever. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but that's what I'm saying, I mean, man. No, Why? obviously let there's, him, there's let an audience. Him, let for him make it. whatever. He's got an audience. Adam yeah. Sandler's always going to be popular, right? Until until we get too old, right? And and, and then he dies. I I guess I guess you're proving <laughs> the point that Adam Sandler has the most loyal fan base in the business. He this does. Is, it's it's that's crazy talk. I I will not. I uh, okay. I don't. Did you up, watch any of his no, Netflix films? I don't, well, no, I don't want to watch them. But I don't <laughs> like. I'm not gonna bad. I don't them. care. So you don't care that they're gonna show up in your Netflix queue. You'll never thumbs no, down. No, you, no, not gonna, ever. Not. I probably will thumbs up them just to support really? Adam Sandler. But then it's gonna recommend more shitty yeah, movies fine. with that guy from Twilight. Fine, fine. Just Adam Sandler. Which I, one, Robert Pattinson or Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner. He was in the Ridiculous Six. Oh, I got you. Okay. He Adam Sandler deserves my my thumbs up <laughs> forever. Talking about a loyal fan base, uh, Brian, I have some sad news for you. What? The fate of the Furious has uh, taken the crown from Star Wars: The Force Awakens with the biggest worldwide debut of a movie. Fast, I'm sorry, Fast Eight: The Fate of the Furious has dethroned That's Star not sad. Wars. I'm not surprised the at Force all by Awakens. that. Really. No, I'm not surprised at all by that. Why aren't you surprised by that? It's a huge franchise. I mean, I, I, I agree, but like, I didn't think it was Jurassic World big. It crosses more spectrums than Star Wars or Jurassic, and World. it's got some of the some of the biggest actors in in the game at mm, the moment. No, no. Ugh, Look, gonna, the Rock is su- the Rock is super hot right now. The yep. Rock, the listen, the Rock is always super. The hot. Rock gets a lifetime pass. The Rock does get a lifetime pass. Right. I'll, he's the I'll, Rock. I'll, I'll give him the Tooth Fairy. We're good with that. He's and and then anything associated with him, um, you know. But that franchise, as far as action goes, name a bunch of hotter actors than those in action. Matt Damon, Jeremy Renner, Tom Cruise. They can't be in in an ensemble movie. Take them out. What are you talking about? 
Jeremy Mission Renner Impossible, is, Jeremy Renner and is, Tom Cruise were no, together in a movie. Movies. I don't I don't think it's the, no 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 because that's still that's <laughs> no, no, still no, no. the Ethan Hunt yeah, show. No 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 because I it's ruined still your the theory. Ethan Hunt show. That's a Tom Cruise movie. But Fast and the Furious is a Dominic Toretto movie. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's a Vin Diesel it's, movie. It's he not is, a Vin no, Diesel movie. No, it absolutely is. It's all about Dom. Did you see the new one? No. It's all about oh, Dom. Brian saw and the And that new series one. is all about Dom. That series is all about Dom and Brian. Right, yes. Not, not me, Brian. No. Paul Walker, Brian. Right. Now that Paul Walker is gone, that series is all Dom. All Dom, all the time. Mm, it's Okay, Does I, I didn't see it, but I felt like they were transitioning to Hobbs. Nope. Nope. Really? You need to see the eighth one. Okay. Okay. CJ, did I you see, see it? it? I did. I did not see it. I'm okay. so far behind on the Fast. And I will franchise. save my review until Josh at least has seen I it. I just need to know: is it is it something I should see? Do you like the Fast and Furious series? Uh, yeah, it's Stimulus Tuesday, five dollar movie ticket. Sure. Did I tell you? Did I tell you where I ranked it amongst the Fast and Furious movies? No, you did not. It's right above Tokyo Drift. It's probably one of the worst. It's probably one of the weakest in the series. Not saying it's bad. It's it's good. Just it's entertaining. In, 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 I get I get fast cars. I get hot chicks. I get explosions. But it's not as good. Too fast or this? I'll watch this before too fast. The, okay. the, the bottom the bottom three go all the way at the bottom is too fast. Okay. Tokyo Drift above it. This one above that. All right. I mean that's not a bad placement. It's, just it's not. not good. I mean, well, I mean, come on. Out of eight movies, you're third to last. That's that's pretty bad. <laughs> if we if we were in a marathon with eight people and you placed third to last, you would say, "Man, I, am I in sucked." Thirty seventh and a half percentile. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was. This is the only thing I'm going to say about it because I don't want to ruin anything for Josh because it was good. It was entertaining. I'm glad I went to see it, and you should absolutely see it. Being the fan of the series that you are. It's definitely missing something without Paul Walker. You f- you feel it. You feel it from the moment it starts. It's it is, missing something. Uh, and I'm over emotional about it, which is ridiculous. But that's honestly that's been my problem. Is that I'm not I'm not I don't know. Like it, you know I you're not ready. I'm not they ready. Shouldn't have done this. I, it took me it took me two years to watch Peter Capaldi. Like I'm just not. <laughs> I'm I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I can't do it right now. Now that you bring that up, did you guys get to see the pilot? The, yeah, the yeah. New Doctor I, Who I, episode? I, watched, I watched the Doctor Who episode. I thought it was very good. So I like the fact that it's also called the pilot because I think this is a good place to introduce people to the show. It is a good relaunch. That's that's actually a really good take. And I, this is the first companion that wasn't happenstance. Like he, yes. he the Doctor observed you know students over i mean what it, she said like years. 70 years right yeah. and and he selected her because she's brilliant and that's this is the first time it's ever happened that way and i'm In very ex- i'm very ex- yes well i mean i'm only familiar cj series one of the cover bases one. so no whovian yells at us yes so thank you uh in, the only Whovian who would yell at us is you, first of all. Since series one, the only companion that was selected not happened upon. This is really very cool. And Bill is great. Yeah. Everything about this is great. And I'm, I'm sad to see her only going to be in here for but one we, season. Okay. So so one season, right? No, no. She's going to have one se- I think she's going to be a really great companion. It's just a shame she's only going to be in one season. But, but I how think do you she's know that at this own- point? They've they've already announced that she's out at the end of the season. Oh, I didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, it's okay. I mean he he's going to regenerate. 
Which, oh, yeah. They've already teased that. Uh, can't wait for. Not not because he's awful. He's better than – certainly certainly better than David Tennant. But, it's a new showrunner. It's a new yes. everything. It's time yes. for a new Doctor. I yes. It. Anyway, I would just like to say for those of you who still have somehow listening to this and put off Doctor Who, I don't know how you're doing this. Uh, I recommend you watch the brand new episode. It's called The Pilot, and it's almost like a pilot episode. You really kind of get to know about the Doctor, get to know about the Companion. It's a great place to jump in knowing nothing. You can uh, start to appreciate the show. I, really, I felt really that well. way too. I thought it was very cool. So a little little uh, sidetrack, but I think it was worth it. Brian, the the expose, the the moment with the it's bigger on the inside. Oh, it's so was good. So good. It so was good. so good. It was it was better than it, it was. It's be- one of yeah. the best. Yeah. Yes, Josh. It, how good was it? Was so good. Josh Burns, I owe you a goddamn medal. All right, a <laughs> fucking medal. I want everyone to go to the, uh, the the our GoFundMe page, the slap event page, because donate there not only to watch me get slapped in the face in style. Uh, and also probably get a really cool T-shirt out of the deal as well. But when we have this event, I'm going to pin a goddamn medal on Josh Burns's chest. Oh my god, it's a twofer! He sent me the trailer for the Hitman's Bodyguard, and there's only two things that you need to be put in that you need to know in order to, to appreciate this: Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. That's it. It's all you. It's all you need to know. The two of them have come together. Josh, tell me about this movie and why I laughed like in like a hyena. Well, the, the crazy thing is, it's like a red band teaser, which yeah. is insane. Uh, and you have you got to go red band with Samuel Jackson, the That's two most foul mouthed dudes, right in film today. I mean, that I can think of, and in an action flick. But like, and I don't, I don't care about the criticisms with the buddy cop flick and all the. This is amazing. This is fantastic. It's I look good. Just watch the trailer. I dare he you not to land your ass off several times. Ruins the word motherfucker. And then you flip to Sam Jackson. <laughs> it's so good. But that's not the best part. The best part, the very end of the trailer. It's a, the, the, you got the whole Whitney Houston thing. And right at the crescendo, Sam Jackson hits the brakes. He goes, Ryan Reynolds flying out, flying out of the windshield. He lands on his feet. Jesus Christ. And Samuel Jackson's just puzzled. He's like, but what about the seatbelt rule? <laughs> that, and it's like I, I watched it four or five, four or six five times. times. Yep. Right, just it's right so away. Good. And I laugh my ass off every time. It's so good. It's the so other good. Two, the other I don't two care things if they've shown me all the funny stuff, CJ. I don't care. No, no, it's fine. The other two things I forgot to mention, also two names that you also need to know that are in this movie, Gary Oldman and Selma Hayek. Like, what? What is going on with this cast list? This is amazing. The trailer is so good. Uh, go check out the show notes right there in your podcasting app. That Just pause. Watch that trailer. It's Don't so you love how CJ good. goes to from little kid like, oh, my God, this is so amazing, right down into so anyway. <laughs> I, you know what? The way I Mr. felt Podcast about it was voice. this 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 character, and it's, it's a silly thing to say, but like this could easily like you you'd be like, oh, it's Wade, it's Wade Wilson. I'm comfortable with that parallel, and it's not far off, really. So I'm fine if Ryan Reynolds does this in every movie for the rest of his career. I'm watching. Hey Brian, hey CJ, are are you okay? I want to make sure you're okay this week because I really didn't get to talk to you. 
And there was some news that I saw that I know probably deeply upsets you. And um, I know that Pretty Little Liars is, is going to go off the air soon. And they're, they're starting to give up on the cell phones. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need help with, with your Pretty is Little that, Liars is that the Is that the, uh, like the Reese Witherspoon HBO show? No, that's what Big Little Lies. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the ABC Family Now Freeform show about uh, the girls with the cell phones who get hazed by someone who's supposed to be dead. I'm not familiar. That's not how, that's not what the show is. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you explain the show Pretty Little Liars, no, Brian? You seem to I've be an expert on the subject matter. I've, I've read a synopsis on IMDb. That's You've all read I know. a synopsis of this bullshit. I've, I, 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 I don't watch it. I don't care. <laughs> is that like I no longer watch it and don't <laughs> care? Like, what was that? I wish everyone could see Brian's face right now because he's as red as Spider-Man's suit. You're as red as a strawberry. <laughs> yeah. I, like you currently don't watch it, but at one point you were an avid watcher of it. I'm not following. I don't I don't understand the question. Brian just pleaded the fifth. Brian pleaded the fifth on a podcast, by the way. Bottom line, you totally watch this show. Uh, I you- know of it. I know. I know of it. I know of every episode that they've ever aired. Is what I'm hearing. This is a this is a safe place. It's not this is a, a safe, safe place. place. Have you been on this podcast? This it's is not a safe, safe place. This is safe. It's safe-ish. It's as safe as you can be. There's a safe word. We don't know what yeah. it is, but there's drops. a safe word. You say gumdrops when it gets too real. So apparently, this show has been on the air for 160 episodes, which is based on the basic concept that a group of friends are terrorized by text messages from an anonymous villain. Brian disagrees. He's only seen 157. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 160. I'm too behind. Oh, shit. What what do we do? What does that break down to? Like eight seasons or something? Seven. Well, they're doing, they're doing, they're thinking that they're breaking bad because they're doing 7B. Uh, this week they just premiered s- s- uh, season seven B. That was Breaking Bad, thinking it was The Sopranos. Yeah, uh, that's true. Okay, so so apparently Pretty Little Liars thinks it's an actual television show because they're splitting their last season in two. Well, and they hang just on, did the there, second are, are they on TV? Is it a show that is on television? Because I don't I know, Brian. Is it? That, yeah, Can you yeah, tell yeah, me more about Pretty Little you, Liars? You told me it's on Freeform, which last time I checked was a television network. I would say that it classifies as a television show. Just answer honestly. How how many seasons of Pretty Little Liars did you watch? No, no. Come on, just come on. Just, <laughs> just no. how many seasons? I just, just want to know no, how many seasons. Just no, I just want to know how many seasons. I'm not asking if you liked it, if you watched it. I'm not even asking if it was against your will. Just how many seasons of Pretty Little Liars did you watch? Just answer the question. I'm putting the over under at four and a half. I'm gonna say five. Brian. <laughs> Uh, about oh, three. he's current. Oh, my God. He's current. No, I, I, I've only seen about three seasons. Oh, The Undertakes It. <sighs> well, now you can binge it when it's all done on uh, Freeform. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for everybody's, and I mean everybody's, favorite segment of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. That's awesome. <laughs> thanks td for uh your rendition of cape talk by the way from episode 100 I, I thought it was fitting to use it today especially since brian is so sad about pretty little liars getting off the air so anyway so in more freeform news uh they have debuted a trailer for the marvel series cloak and dagger so brian being the resident uh comic book expert can you give us a little background as to who the hell are cloak and dagger 
So the synopsis that we have here is that Cloak and Dagger is a coming-of-age series based on the beloved Marvel characters. Beloved. Tandy Bowen and Tyrone Johnson. Yes. Coming from starkly different backgrounds, each growing up with a secret that they never dare shared with another soul. What the hell is the secret? Besides that terrible book from Oprah. <laughs> um, one, one was a ballot dancer. Hold on. Brian got that reference. <laughs> I unfortunately <laughs> did. Um, so, I, I mean, the se- that's their secret is probably the powers that they have. So Dagger is, uh, her power set is pretty much, it's all based around light. It, it's all, um, she, like, she throws these, she's kind of like, I don't know, Dazzler. She throws these, like, light daggers. And, um, Cloak is the opposite. It, it's the, it's the balance of light and dark, essentially, which is what kind of draws them together. He, he, he is, uh in control of this dark force dimension he can teleport people he can suffocate people in this darkness and Jeez. things like that um so i mean i'm assuming that's the secret if that's what you're asking me i mean they've been yeah. around for a while they were they were they premiered in spider-man which is why i where i was introduced to them in uh 1982 to be exact uh, spectacular spider-man number 64 but they they've wow been- <laughs> nerd alert holy crap Calm down. <gasps> this is why you what come was the to publication? me for this shit. What was the publication year and who was on the cover? <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> I said, what was the publication year of that? Uh, he said, 82. 1982. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't hear. I was Oh, he so was very clear. That was overcome what... by the nerdiness there no, that I went into like, a bit of a coma. The, the, the thing, that, the only reason that it took so long was like it was the wow was building. Yeah. Like from my socks. <laughs> yeah. With the wow. Yeah, your socks on? Mine are knocked right off, bro. Just <laughs> right off. I'm sorry, go ahead, continue. They were in the Spider-Man universe, that's where they came from, go ahead. Um, if, if you must know who was on the cover, it was Cloak and Dagger and Spider-Man, by the way. Um, but they've been around for a while, but they've, they've, they've always been uh, supporting characters to Spidey. They Their most notable appearance, I would say, is probably Maximum Carnage, which was in the, the mid-90s. Um, so they've always been these fringe characters. I gotta be honest with you, I've always enjoyed these, these characters. This whole... Uh, duality, light and dark type of relationship they have is could be really interesting if Freeform doesn't decide just to make it some teenage, you know, that's kind of the problem. It's teenage, it's on Freeform, and for those of you who don't know, Freeform used to be ABC Family, so it's going to be nothing but angsty teenage. You're not my real dad, just I you mean, know, kind of stuff. As long as it's good, if it's a good story and it's got some some good like superhero what, elements to what's it. What's the okay Marvel show? Isn't There's a Marvel show on ABC, right? Besides Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? That's, that's it. That's, oh, of Shield. That, that's yeah. the one. Like, could, yeah. this, could this possibly cross into that? So, the funny thing about that is, if you watch the trailer, I don't know if you noticed, but there, there, there's a scene by a neon sign that says Roxxon. Yes, The Roxxon Corporation, right, right. which is referenced multiple times in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and in the Netflix universe. Well, see, I, I never, I, I've never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I do know that it's been referenced several times in Daredevil. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a legitimate company that, you know, has been in the Marvel Universe for a long time. Right, which so. when, I, when I saw that, so when I watched the trailer, first of all, I thought the trailer was excellent. It was a very yeah. good trailer. It, it was really good. And particularly that, that shot of the roof with Roxxon, the Roxxon sign in the foreground was very cool. Uh, but I immediately got excited, and then I read a bit more, and then I realized it was ABC Family, and I went, "Oh, I'm less, way less excited." But the fact that it 
I mean, maybe there could be crossover. Do you think, Brian, there could be crossover to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in any way? Not right away. I, I mean, maybe. Okay. So that's, that's like, not really, right? That's the, pretty much, for, for the general public, a resounding no. Probably not. Probably right. not. So I, I, I do have problems with one-off shows. I don't think they make much sense. And when you factor in the, the probable teenaged angst of it, I'm, I'm not going to watch. But that young folks will be introduced to this storyline is interesting. And, and I think that there are interesting characters too, right? Just kind of knowing a little bit about, you know, there's there's diversity. There's a, a cool story to be told that really isn't talked about a whole lot. Uh, I think is really nice. Uh, again, freeform, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, but hey, it's exposing more comic book things to a, a different generation, and let's all be positive for expanding the nerdy world. Yep. Um, I mean, and and let's let's face it, they need to do something on television, network television. Uh, Marvel does to kind of rival anything that DC is doing on the CW, and freeform's the closest thing to the CW. So Fair power enough. to them. Hopefully, they can start yep. expanding some more shows over that way. So Freeform is picking up the the mantle right now, as I said, of kind of being like the CW, hopefully, for the uh, the Marvel, like, offbeat stuff. So not like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. Uh, and Freeform is also announcing that they are going to premiere in 2018 The New Warriors. Now, for those of you who don't know The New Warriors, which is everybody except for Brian, uh, there is one, like, famous character that's been heard about in the news and, and on social media, which is Squirrel Girl. Uh, we Brian was very angry once when uh, it was intimated that someone thought that maybe possibly I wasn't angry. I was yeah, all for Anna Kendrick being squirrel girl. No, but like no people build this proportion. She didn't actually say that. You nerdish. Oh yeah, you did. I don't remember that at all. I love Anna. So Kendrick. for those of you who haven't heard of the New Warriors, the most famous character of it is Squirrel Girl. There was a rumor once that Anna Kendrick was like going to play her in a movie, and it never really panned out to to be anything. So. Brian, what the heck is the New Warriors, and and why do we care about a Squirrel Girl? I don't before, understand her. Before Brian gets into the New Warriors, am I? I feel like at one point I bought a comic book, and as a promotion from the shop, got a New Warriors bagged edition something. I read it and I thought it was dog shit, so I never read anything else. Am I? mistaken in thinking there was a new warriors promotion giveaway with another book no probably not i mean in they they debuted in uh 1989 like going into the 90s so i mean that, that would have time. been that would have been prime time for me collecting so yeah, that would have been the prime time when they were doing stuff like that too. i i read it and i remember the new warriors specifically as a promo bag i got and I thought, well, this isn't going to ever be worth anything because the bag it comes in is flimsy. So I opened it, read it, thought it was just awful and never I, – I, you know, obviously I, I recognize the name through time, but I never pursued it. I mean I've never been a huge fan of New Warriors myself. They are Marvel's Teen Titans essentially. They're a group of young heroes who are you know, just – being teenage superheroes. I mean, so it, it, they, they, it's had many iterations over the years. Many different people have been a part of it, you know, and I never got into it. I'm okay with a show because, again, I think it, it's a nice, hey, you know, you can make a young adult 
superhero show and get young adults into it and deal with, you know, young adult themes and all that other stuff. I think it could be good. I really don't give a shit about Squirrel Girl. I never have. Her superpower, she talks to squirrels. Good for you. So, Brian, when it comes to more uh, comic book things coming to television. This is very centered on me right now. This is Cape Talk, bro. This is happening. Uh Sci-Fi released a trailer for... Oh, no, I don't want to talk about this. Krypton. No. No. Why? Why? You can't just tell me no? No, God, I don't give a shit about Superman's grandfather. That's why, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't care. They announced this show, and I'm like, why why do I care? Why do I care? Because there's there's nothing I care about. I care about Superman and his awesomeness on Earth. I don't give a shit. About his grandfather. What, what, what are they going to do? Like, seriously, what did, what are they... What compelling storyline? Because it's like, what, like 80 or more years before even the destruction of Krypton? And we didn't realize that Krypton was going to be destroyed until Jor-El figured it out towards the end of... Like, so what are they... Like, Grandpa goes to the store market and gets some feed for the cow. I, I don't care! I don't care! That's my rant. I'm done. Josh, what are your thoughts? That's far <laughs> tamer than I thought you were going to be. Like I, I was. But actually- seriously, they they like they they advertise it with the big Superman S and everything. But I get it. It's the it's the House of L. That's their symbol. But it means absolute shit unless it's on a red and blue suit on Earth kicking ass and taking names. That's not what's going to happen here. What stories? What what stories are they going to do that I could possibly care about? The Senate meetings about no, climate change. Let me let me, ra- let me wrap it up really throat. quickly. Let me wrap it up for you really quickly. All the people of Krypton felt like every person was selected for a specific task, and Kal El was the, like the exact opposite of that thing. He was a natural birth. The, the problem is the people they're telling these stories about don't want Superman. <laughs> they don't. It was Jor-El that, that wanted him. Not anybody right, but, before But we're that. not even anywhere near that. That's my problem with this whole... We're going to be like, oh, hey, hey, this is Jor-El's dad. He's raising Jor-El. Look at little Jor-El. He's running around. Cool. Don't, don't put your fork in that light socket, Jor-El. You're okay. That's no, 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 uh, Brian, Brian. I'm, I'm in your corner. I'm in, I'm in your corner, and I'm saying that we're telling a story about people who, if they have their way, Superman never exists. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. That if, if they, if we could like rewrite history and actually save Krypton, no Superman, so fuck off. If everyone who they're telling this story about has their way, right? There's. No Superman. Right. So I don't like this. <laughs> they're, not- they're destined to fail, and we root for them to fail so we can have Superman. Listen, I don't like it in a house. I don't like it with a mouse. <laughs> I don't like it in a box. I don't like it with a fox. I don't like it, Sam. I am. I want Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Comes around at the end with something I wasn't expecting. And you rhymed. Good for you, buddy. All right. Well, let's round this out with some happy news and things that you do want to hear. Um, I want everyone to realize that when you see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, stay in your seat for not one, not two, or three, or four, 
but five post-credit you know, sequences. What I actually read was there would be five post-credit scenes, and then they would just start the movie over again. And I'm completely <laughs> okay with that. If you sit in the theater it's long fact, enough, it, that is what happens. It's a five-hour movie, um, which. Yes. Believe it or not, it's very meta. After the five things, if you just stay in your seat, they do actually even like the the trivia and like all the commercials and then they do start the movie. Well, what they'll actually do is they restart everything and now you get to watch yourself watching Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) And you get to go along for the ride with yourself enjoying the ride. (laughs) It is is, is the the inception of Marvel. It's the Guardianception. It's – incepted you i'm all for steiners at the end of things i mean just listen to this show i loved as a kid staying to the end of the credits and getting you know a little bonus absolutely nothing because when you were a kid they didn't do that yes what are you talking about ferris bueller's day never mind i'm not even gonna fight with you really wait hang on you were old enough to watch ferris bueller's day off in the theater i saw it in the theater but i realized it was a drive-in and it was oh so so you weren't old enough when it was first in the theater (laughs) was that maybe the one movie that you can name throughout the 80s 90s and 2000s that did that aladdin had a little there were other movies aladdin had aladdin did not have it it did have the the genie at the end he laughed (laughs) that's not a stinger but five is that is that too much no it's never too much why would you even ask me that what is wrong with you? I agree with Brian. I just, I just kind of want to get Brian upset. It's I don't the, care the if the, the last stinger is just freaking like Chris Pratt dancing with Baby Groot for ten and a half oh, hours. Shut right. up. I don't care. Make that happen. Like no, no, like, no more talking. Six. You hear that, Marvel? Six. And I want that. I don't care. I don't care if Baby Groot reads the phone book because all he'll say is "I am Groot" for the entire phone book. Give me, give me now. Josh? Uh, agreed 100%, especially with the baby group. To answer your question, how much is too much? Infinity. <laughs> plus one. <laughs> oh, plus, plus one. That's very true. So uh, please let other people around you know when you're at the movie theater. Please don't leave during Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2, Volume 2, to, to, after the first or second or the third or the fourth. Like, stay. Just freaking stay until someone comes in and starts sweeping and says you gotta go and then you tell them this is america goddamn i paid for this seat and i'm not leaving i'm gonna watch it again i will not take my kids off the jungle gym just to my right <laughs> oh that shitty theater is alive right now because right. these these happened that's what's going on in that's that theater it, that right now exists leaving during the credits of a marvel movie you've never seen a marvel movie and i would question why you're even in guardians of the galaxy volume there are so many people who leave during movies that obviously have something after the credits and i want to give you the listener a very helpful tool and website for this exact occasion it's called mediastainer.com it's going to be in the show notes Go to that website whenever the credits start a movie, pull that up and know if there's something afterwards. And it'll tell you if it's even worth it because sometimes there's just like dancing like characters and you're like, oh, well, that was pointless. So leave. Uh, they have a wonderful way of doing that. You can even submit it. So if you see a movie early, you can tell the the people there's anything after. Mediasteiner.com, wonderful way to know there's anything after the credits. I've been using them for years. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of Cape Talk. So, uh, gentlemen, I need your tech perspective on something very quickly. Beep, boop, beep, boop. That's not the damn theme song to this segment. Beep, boop, beep, boop. I think that right there is the theme. The fact that you do that, I yell at you, and then you do it again. I think that's the theme. So remember how you all laughed at me? Uh, very, very, I mean, Every you just laughed. Uh, well, Yesterday. You, 
Does anyone conjure a picture of C-3PO talking to R2-D2 when that <laughs> yes. exchange yes. happens? That's exactly what I imagine. And CJ is the very inept C-3PO. C-3PO. Yep. And R2 is just shocking him with shit. Yep. Um, am I R2 in this analogy? That's yes. what you are. Boop, yep. boop, boop, boop. Beep, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Remember that time that you guys mocked me for coin? Remember my digital credit card coin? Yes, I do. And everyone thought it was stupid. And uh, so everyone also suggested that, hey, man, you know what you should have done? You should have gotten the other card that was coming out. It's called plastic. It's got a chip in it. It's going to be a million times better and it's not as stupid as your dumb little coin. Well, apparently plastic just went bankrupt and went away with $9 million worth of pre-order money. And they're not giving their backers any refunds. I want to be very clear that I did not tell you you need to get plastic. I said the whole concept was stupid. My my favorite bit of their statement is that, that the team is very disappointed and emotionally distraught. While they're counting all of your money. And we'll know that this is extremely disappointing to you. And we want our backers to know we did everything we could to make the plastic card a reality. Really? You took $9 million and you couldn't make it happen? And now you're just like, sorry, we tried. We're very disappointed. Bye. Like, what the fuck? I do is like this? how you backed up. Like you rolled your rolly chair away. I did. I did. I and there's not going to be any effect on the mic of you going. Bye. So Brian, have you ever been burned by like a Kickstarter or any kind of crowdfunding thing where you like didn't get the reward or anything like that? No, I honestly, honestly, the first Kickstarter I did was Fidget Cube. <laughs> Okay. And I, I, while I was kickstarting the Fidget Cube, I kickstarted a, a, a tabletop game that they've been, you know, delayed and delayed and delayed. But I, I'm not too worried about it. It's fifty dollars of my money. It See, wasn't like a bunch of money or anything. I didn't pre-order it. It was. I'm not. I'm not worried. That was the thing with Coin for me, right? It was. It was a fifty dollar pre-order when I got it, and uh, then it got delayed a whole year. And everyone thought, oh, well, you got scammed because it wasn't on Kickstarter. It was like through them directly. Uh, and then I actually got my coin though. Like I actually have it and I got to use it. And I still use it. I still have it. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with Kickstarter. Like you don't actually pay until they like ship your product. Well, not always the way that they do it. People have been getting around that. Uh, but there, cause you have to reach your goal, right? You have to, to actually reach your goal and then you get paid. So if you form a Kickstarter and you don't get your goal, no one gets any money. So right. like it's, so it's a little different. And then there, Kickstarter is specifically said, this is not a pre-order system, right? This isn't for e-commerce. This is for floating with ideas. So like if your reward happens to be a, uh, hey, you'll get the product early kind of thing, know that's on the, the people that are actually making the product that's not on Kickstarter, Right, it's it's one of the problems with Kickstarter versus like GoFundMe and other and other companies like that. Uh, but I, I've never been burned by a Kickstarter, and I, I'm not sure if Plastic was a Kickstarter. But nine million dollars raised for pre-orders and no one getting anything—that's like it's terrible. Like I I feel they real got, bad. They got something. They they got sadness. <laughs> yeah, and they learned I mean, their lesson. And, and and they learned their lesson that the concept of a plastic card that holds all your other cards is stupid. They learned a valuable especially, lesson. Especially when I have like a metal thing that does it, right? Like my phone does well, all that just, shit. Uh, that was the other part was Apple Pay. But Josh, they, have you ever they, been burned they, by they a, a Kickstarter? They million for knowledge. That's true. They did. They, the School of Hard Knocks cost $9 million. There you go. Josh, did you ever get burned by a Kickstarter? you ever fund anything and never get the results at all? No. No, I, I don't think I have. I was uh, worried about 
the fidget cube for a minute, but they came through big and super quality, really good product. And I'm thrilled to have backed it. And we're giving one away, by the way. Yeah. So if you can tell Josh as to why you are worthy of receiving a fidget cube, uh, if you have been selected by Josh, you will actually get a, a licensed official fidget cube sent to you on the house from That Kind of Nerd. So you can go to thatkindofnerd.com, and you can actually uh, go to our website right there, and you can see uh, a little bit of the rules and, and how to win one. So, guys, we all have a philosophy when it comes to Target, right? If you ever go to Target and you just want to do an in-and-out, never grab a cart. $100. Target has officially uh, screwed every nerd because we are going to grab every cart imaginable now because Target is turning some of their shopping carts into Mario carts. Question. Yes. Will there be item boxes throughout the store? I hope so. Can I get a blue shell and throw it at your face? <laughs> I don't know. But you know, the, you know those red balls in front of Target, the big red like Orby things? They're going to put little skins of Mario and Luigi on top That's of them. That's super cool. You know why they're doing this? You know why they're doing this? To you know sell why the Switch? The awesome. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch, which I don't know if you know, but one of us owns, uh, comes out next week. Yeah. And I'm going to could... go to Target to buy it now instead of anywhere else because I'm going to put it – I'm going to get a shopping cart and just put that game in it. I'm not going to buy anything else, just that game. You know people are going to like steal these carts. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's pretty 100%. awesome. I think it's pretty awesome. They're it's, really it's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. When, I'm, when you I'm think about this. when you think about like a a retailer of that magnitude being able to do something that makes sense socially, it's a good marketing thing. It appeals to the masses. That's pretty cool. I I don't I don't, I don't can you recall anything like it's, this? It's Never. not just the carts. I don't know if you've actually read this article. So. When you walk in, first off, the 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 floor is going to be like the checkered starting line. You're going to be greeted by the the starting music of the Mario Kart games. I mean, that's this is awesome. And all I got to do is shop at Target. Okay, yeah, 600, 650 stores. So they have they have like what like eighteen hundred? I think so. Yeah, six hundred fifty of them. It's a big deal. It's a pretty big chunk. I'm also hoping that if there's a really long line, you can pick up a blue shell and hit the person that's in the front, and then you get to go there instead. Here's hoping. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I could do that, that would be amazing. Uh, please don't bring Nana banana peels into Target and leave them all over the floor, you Doing asshole, it. which I know you're, I knew it, it was you. It Doing was really it. directed to you. It's happening. <sighs> can we Guys, go to that's Target? Been, that's been happening week? either way. Like That's just, that's part of, that's part of, walking around target. there's gonna be a banana peel every <laughs> yeah. so often it's just gonna happen you're gonna get a banana <laughs> peel. i i swear to god i've, I've walked through I'm, there's a banana peel right there like in in like legit mario kart fashion legit mario kart fashion where it's a like a fully spread out banana peel just on the floor i've seen it easily three times in the last year on the floor of a target perfectly placed maybe it's a banksy you never know. Yeah, it could be that. Google has made a little application that's based on the web that has aimed to take your crappy doodles and turn them into beautiful works of art. It's called AutoDraw. And uh, <laughs> I got to have you guys do this. You just draw your really crappy thing because, I mean, it's, let's face it, you, you're, you're not very good on the computer on drawing. Dude, they turned a pig into a pony. How False, that- bro. False. I got a Wacom tablet. I can draw. 
on, on the computer. <laughs> so you can draw little shapes, and then on the top, if you use the auto draw pen, it will suggest what it is, and it does it kind of like a like a like like Clippy would. It's like, do you mean? And then it has a list of things that you can pick from. So I like, see you're trying to draw a horse. <laughs> <laughs> like I, did you make some help? Clearly, with you have drawn a pig. <laughs> Uh, so uh, I was like trying to draw. I'm, drew- I'm serious. Are you looking at this thing? That's a pig. Yes, I agree. It is most certainly a pig. And the doodle thing came up with a horse. Just looking at the 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 screenshots, bro. Oh, okay. Whatever okay, okay, the okay. thing that you put in the show notes. Gotcha. Is what I'm looking at, and it's okay. got a pig, and it came up with a horse. <laughs> Why did it come up with a horse from a pig? I I, I, I don't know artistic interpretation and the person had to select the the horse because clearly what i was trying if you to look do, josh on the top bar there is a pickup there what i was trying to do was build a resume <laughs> and now i have this drawing of a horse pig or you'd be like hey uh damn this it is, clippy you you slide it across the desk you're like this is a this is a picture of a horse is it though or is it <laughs> or is it a demonstration of my skills i'm just gonna go going to go i expect to call 48 hours <laughs> so, so yeah you draw your terrible shapes you draw your terrible misshapen eyes and google will fix it damn it and you can trick all your friends into thinking that maybe you learned how to draw something i don't know is this something you would ever use in your life at all like what is the use case for this no i have a wacom tablet if i ever want to draw <laughs> shut up with the goddamn wacom tablet i, I just, have one what do you want from me I, you know what i would do i would draw a square and then i would go to the drop down of what it could be and i would select something that looked not box like stop sign be like like i would draw a square everybody look 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 what i drew it's a lobster <laughs> which is which is distinctly not square I, I was actually drawing a triangle, but what you see before you is a recreation of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> right. You're welcome. Exactly. I'm. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm doing right now. I'm drawing an S. Then I'm drawing a slightly more different S. Uh, and then Are you I'm drawing trying Trogdor? to draw some little wings on I the back. Con- concentric, the back. concentric V's. And then I'm doing a little consummate V's. Consummate. Consummate. Right. Oh my God, hold on. Are you ready? I, so I drew Trogdor. And if you're not familiar with Trogdor, shame on you. Link in the show notes to Trogdor. I drew Trogdor. Do you know what it's suggesting? A fucking dragon. <laughs> it is not. Yes, it is. Here. That's outstanding. So thank you to whatever Google engineer uh, just, just you won. I don't know what you won, but you won, damn it. So any more proof that you need to have a Find My iPhone or a LoJack situation on your, uh, your, your cell phone comes down to Coachella, right? A huge, gigantic music and arts festival where a guy was caught with over 130 iPhones in his bag and they found him because a group of people had activated Find My iPhone and tracked the location of the guy. How do you not know that Find My iPhone is basically on by default now for everything? How do you not know this? The same way you don't know that stealing is wrong. Like, if I'm at Coachella, how am I activating my find my iPhone in this guy's bag? You're, you're, you grab your friend's phone and be like, oh my god, I can't find my phone, Stephanie. And then you use her phone and you're like, oh my god, it's over here. You'll tell security. I'm pretty positive that's exactly how that works out. Or, or you get back to the hotel where your MacBook is and you're like, oh my god, where's my phone? They're all in a satchel. They're all in a duffel bag, CJ. Just one dude has all of them. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Didn't distribute it. He had in his backpack 130 uh, different iPhones. And like it's all iPhones, by the way. Like I, like, he I was don't not even discriminatory. Know. The just, thing is that, that 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 bag weighs 130 pounds. It's like, that's the <laughs> thing, right? I mean, that's my big problem is that he's got this bag that weighs 130 pounds. Essentially, Wait, did he like pickpocket like everybody and just like if he saw they, an Android, he's like, no, they call it Apple picking. <laughs> yeah, he was like, ooh, I'm so sorry. Ooh. <laughs> like he grabs it and like recoils from it. <laughs> Ew, like, like give. I didn't. I didn't want no marshmallow. I'm only into the apples. <laughs> oh, I'm he, allergic to nougat altogether. Then, then he got a blackberry and he just tapped the person. I'm taking this from you, and you're welcome. Vomited. Immediate blackberry. Like just a yes. So in case you needed any proof or any more reason to turn on the Find My iPhone feature, tada! Or to not go to Coachella. Yeah, maybe just maybe that's the maybe that's the lesson we learn. Don't go to. Co- it seems like a bunch of sweaty, crunchy granola people just hanging out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got an image of actual granola people before right. I had like hippies. I'm sorry, I just okay. had like real granola people that's, that's dancing to music. Like we're talking about right now. Hey, Honey Trail, how you just, doing? Doing well. Just, and they're just they're just you know what they're doing. They're doing all good, hugging. Honey Nut Oats. They're all hugging and sweating like it's okay. Like it's okay to sweat and hug. It's and that's what they're doing. It's not okay. It's not okay to just sweat and then hug people. You don't do it. Well, that's your nerdy news for the week. We also want to encourage you that if this is your first time listening, thank you for listening, to give us a five-star review on iTunes. You can also call our phone number and actually have your voice on the air. So if you want to leave a question or a comment, you can call 484-373-4119, and we will play it right here on the air. Also, if you want to help support the show, you can go show off your nerdy side by going to shop.thatkindofnerd.com and getting yourself an official That Kind of Nerd t-shirt. I am CJ Mellon, joined, of course, by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we will see you all next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see. There's many points where we can agree. Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd Well welcome to the club cause you were that kind of nerd Adonage Cuban B We should play Where in the World is Joshua Burns where in the world is Joshua Burns? And it's not going to see be some shitty Netflix cartoon. It's going to be an actual game show trivia. And I'm going to guess he is in Mexico. Trump door! We can't afford the rights to that. Da-da-da-da.